0: Welcome to At The Movies. In 2018, Marvel Studios released the long anticipated film, Black Panther. Rather than dodge complicated and complex issues like race and identity, this film took them head on. For many, this is more than just a superhero movie. This movie masterfully portrays the fictional nation of Wakanda by bringing to life the best of African culture. While there are many themes we could spend hours discussing, today I want to talk to you about the Black Panther's power and what that means for us as followers of Jesus Christ. If you'd love to tune into this series in person, we'd love to have you visit one of our many locations across San Diego, or you can check us out at sdrock.com. So let's set the scene. After the unexpected death of his father, the king, T'Challa returns home to the nation of Wakanda to take his rightful place as king. He's wise, he's considerate, and the people are excited for him to step into this position of leadership and authority. However, according to tradition, anyone from any tribe can challenge him in absence of the king. In two critical scenes in the movie, T'Challa is forced to fight for his identity. And according to their rituals, the power that makes them invincible has to be stripped away. The thing that gives them supernatural speed, stamina, and strength. Ironically, this is how many Christians fight their spiritual battles. The thing that we have that makes us great, the power of the Holy Spirit inside of us, oftentimes we abandon it in our time of need. I want to talk to you today about how the Holy Spirit is maximizing your life and the two ways that it matters the most. Point number one is to be consistently filled with the Holy Spirit. In his letter to the Ephesians, Paul says in chapter 5, verse 18, Do not get drunk with wine, for that is debauchery, but be filled with the Spirit. It's a consistent command for us to be continually filled. In order to be ready to face our spiritual battles with clarity, we have to have the mind of Christ. We need to spend time with Him. When we choose to fill ourselves with other things like sexual immorality, drugs, alcohol, pornography, we cloud our vision of what God wants to do in our lives. And those are just some of the major sins, right? We forget oftentimes about anger, bitterness, and greed. Pastor Miles uses this example constantly of when we're hydrated, whatever's in us has to come out. If we're constantly filling ourselves with negative thoughts and imagery, those things come out. The Bible says that out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. We see this with the main villain, who happens to be T'Challa's cousin, Killmonger. His heart is consumed with bitterness and rage of how he's been treated, and it eventually comes out of him and He vows to take the throne as he plots against the nation of Wakanda. The Bible lays out this principle in Galatians 6 about sowing and reaping. This is a natural and a spiritual law. It's a natural law because it works in our world. Whatever you sow, whatever you invest your time and your energy in, you will yield the greatest results. Think about working out. If you go to the gym consistently, if you're eating well, you're going to get better results than if you're sitting on the couch eating junk food. That's a natural law that we understand. It works the same way in the spiritual realm. If you're consistently spending time with God, meditating on his word, asking for wise counsel, you're going to see great spiritual results in your life. But if you're constantly consumed with hate, rage, bitterness, and unforgiveness, those things will flow out of you as well. I want to encourage you to sow seeds of righteousness. Stay connected to the power of the Holy Spirit. Don't abandon him in your time of need. That's the thing that gives you power over the devil and victory in your life. Be alert. Be watchful for what God wants to do in your life and what he's doing in the lives of other people. Allow other people to speak into you for what they see that's happening. Ask God to show you today if there's anything in your life you've been filling up with that's not of the Spirit. Maybe there's a friend that you need to forgive, someone who you feel like has done you wrong and that unforgiveness is planting a seed of bitterness in your heart. That will eventually come out. Ask God today. Take a moment right now. And in your notes, maybe jot down a few things that you believe God is asking you to change in your life. Point number 2 is to listen and obey the Holy Spirit. The Bible warns us in 1 Thessalonians 5:19 not to quench the Holy Spirit. The word quench literally means to put out a fire. So what does that mean for us in our daily life? When the Holy Spirit speaks to you, oftentimes it sounds like a small still voice. It may even sound like your own thoughts. He might be leading you to pray for someone or to invest in someone's life, maybe financially or spiritually. And when we say no to that, when we rebel against that small, still voice, we quench that fire, we quiet the spirit in our lives. Maybe he's been leading you to sign up for serving at church or to join an R group. Maybe you've been giving excuses for why you don't need community. All of these things quiet the spirit of God in our lives. And we need to be very careful not to do that. Perhaps the spirit is leading you to get rid of sin in your life and you spend time rationalizing it and leaving the door open. In Romans 13, the Bible says to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh to gratify its desires. Are you leaving areas of opportunity for sin to creep in and wreak havoc on your life? Sin is a lot like termites. It eats at the foundation and everything might look fine on the outside, but eventually the house will crumble if left unchecked. Are you on Instagram late at night, just hoping to see what you might run into? Are you going to your boyfriend or your girlfriend's house super late, hoping that your purity ring will keep you in check. We need to make sure that we guard our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus, blocking the attacks of the enemy by the power of the Holy Spirit. We quench the power of the Holy Spirit whenever we refuse to yield to him. What's great for us is that we have an almighty God who desires and empowers us to live a life that honors God. When we submit our will to him, we get what's called the fruit of the spirit. The fruit of the spirit is simple, it's love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, gentleness, goodness, and self-control. These are the things that you'll begin to see in your life as you continue to submit to the power of the Holy Spirit. So how then should we live? You know, when Jesus was baptized, the Spirit of God descended from heaven, it rested upon him, and then it immediately took him into a spiritual battle. But how did Jesus defend himself? He used the very word of God, which means we should too. One of my favorite verses comes from Romans 13, 14. It says for if you live according to the flesh you will die but if by the spirit you put to death the deeds of the body you will live. Family it doesn't get much clearer than that. If I choose to submit my will to sin the punishment is simple it's pain, separation and death. But if by the power of the spirit I submit my will to him I will reap the benefits of life. Not only does the spirit of God give us power and victory over sin, it also welcomes us into his family. The Bible says in Romans 8:14 and 15 For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption of sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. We have a Father who loves us so much, so much that he gave us his almighty spirit that rests inside of us to defeat sin. He wants you to unleash that on the power of the enemy. Focus on tuning into him. How do you build a relationship with the Spirit? You spend time with him in the morning. You spend time in God's word you listen to what he's telling you and you sit in silence in obedience to him we have a father who loves us so much he gave us his almighty spirit to rest inside of us a spirit that welcomes us into his family and gives us power over sin and death if you haven't experienced the power of god in your life because you haven't accepted him as your lord and savior i want to give you an opportunity to do that right now it's as easy as a b and c a admit that you're a sinner and that you need a savior Christ came and died for you so that you could have life and life eternal. B means to believe in your heart that Jesus is the Lord and that God raised him from the dead. And C is to confess with your mouth and make a decision today to follow Jesus Christ. I want to lead you in a quick prayer that you can do right now. Just repeat these words after me. Father, I know I need you. I know that my sin has separated me from you. I believe that you died and rose again for my sins. And I confess with you right now that you are my savior and my Lord. If you just said that prayer, we are so excited that you're joining the family of God. You can text the word SAVED to 52525, and we wanna connect with you and get you some new resources. We are so happy you're joining us for this series. We hope this message bless you.